0: Oh, hey, thanks for dropping into Extra Angie for Breakfast. Special edition today for International Men's Day. Yes, I pull the piss a little bit, but there is a big message throughout this. I have some amazing guests on, uh, people with a great sense of humor and good sense of self. And that's what today is all about for everyone. Let's start the podcast the way I start my show every day with the good news. Angie for Breakfast on Triple M Southwest with the good news this morning. And today, my good news comes from the, the human pages. Let's be honest about this one. Today is International Men's Day and they have a website, internationalmensday.info. And you can check out all about it. It's to highlight some of the social issues that men and boys face, make a difference for the men and boys in your community. Celebrate men and boys and all their diversity and have some serious fun. So that's what we're going to do on the show today. So I'd generally really like you to help me out. See, Susan and I made a big song and dance about International Women's Day. We kicked Cliff off his show. We did a statewide duo, two females talking on Triple M Southwest. Who'd have thought? Um, But obviously, um, you know, I'm a female, so I'm taking up the airtime a little bit today. So I would love, 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 love to do the same thing that we did on International Women's Day where we asked the blokes to contact us and uh, give a shout-out for the legendary women in their life. So let's flip the switch. Ladies, step up this morning. I'd like to hear some shout-outs for your men or your partners, your boys, whoever it is. You can text through on oh four eight hundred 400 or call me on 13353. What's happening, yeah. mate?
1: yeah. Oh, it's just a sandwich thingy.
0: Sandwich thingy?
1: Yeah, the sandwich. Um, uh, my wife makes the best sandwiches in the world.
0: Oh, you're an absolute sweetheart, mate, but we're doing it the other way today because it's International oh. Men's Day.
1: Oh, righty Yeah,
0: so we're getting the women to call up and say what's awesome oh. about you, lads.
1: Oh, righty Oh, fair enough. I'm at work, so I probably didn't, didn't hear it very well. But anyway, all oh,
0: good. That's all right. Well, is there someone that you work with that uh, makes the day go quicker? Uh, no, no, I'm on my own. Oh, mate. <laughs> well, where's your wife at the moment?
2: Uh, she's probably getting ready for work.
0: All right, wifey, it's over to you now. You better call up and, uh, you know, give some love back the other way.
1: <laughs> no worries. I'll let her know. Thank Sit you. On you.
0: mate. See ya. See ya,
1: buddy. Bye.
0: Beth, you've got a lovely partner in your life. I'd like to hear a bit of a shout-out for him.
1: Yes, so my fiancé, Shane, he's been working away for months and months now, so two weeks on and then he's only home for two days, like, in a month. So it's been very, very hard, and I appreciate him a lot, and I can't wait for him to be home for good. Now it's time for your brother. Yes, I have a message. My brother doesn't seem too happy that I've given Shane one and not him. Uh, So shout-out to my brother, John. He did help raise me. He was amazing when I was a teenager, and he doesn't like hearing me on his radio station. So... (laughs) Haha, ha, John. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shout out to you, mate.
0: <laughs> I also have a brother called John, and it sounds like we have similar brothers called Johns. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Susan and I made a big show and dance about International Women's Day, so it's only fair that we do the same. But I have been making a few jokes because, you know. What else would you expect from me? But I do actually want to have a conversation with a fella called Lockie Samuel. Now, Lockie Samuel, I dare say, is probably any bloke that you've ever met. Um, A good lad uh, that has made questionable decisions in his life. But the difference between some people and this bloke, Lockie, is that he is changing the world one interaction at a time. Lockie, was that a bit of too much pressure to put on your shoulders?
4: Oh, I've never been described as a, a good bloke who makes questionable decisions, but I'll take it.
0: <laughs> well, would that not be fair?
4: Yeah, that's, that's very fair.
0: <laughs> All right. So Lockie is a former fly and fly out worker, still works on site, and um, you put your hand up to saying, yep, definitely a lot of sexist behavior in your life. And, um, I think that this is probably at the core of this hashtag me too reckoning movement that's going on at the moment, especially in the, in the industry, like society has changed and, you know, blokes are having to deal with that change. So it makes more sense for you to talk about it than me.
4: Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it, uh, helps men like open up, take down those walls because, you know, if you, have a woman come in and talk about it, it's almost like this figure telling you off, right? So for me to go in and speak pretty openly about how poorly I've, I've treated women in the past, you know, cheating on partners while I've been on site, and that's a big one on site, though, so, right? The, the guy who has a camp life. So just talking about that and being open about it, but then also going back to childhood, my teenage years, and then going, hey, what did I go through in that period, and how has it led to the sports the feelings and the behaviours that make me show up this way and treat women this way and can we peel some of those layers back so that we can work on it and ultimately change it at some point.
0: Because I don't think this problem is ever going to be solved through lectures. So it is like someone like you being brave and being like, yeah, I was a bit of a dickhead and now I don't want to be. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, I, I think that's what people need, right? Like you need to see someone taking that step and taking full ownership, which is the complete opposite of the cheating narcissist that I was. So for someone to see that change is possible and change is possible on that level, especially for a dude working in mining, it becomes super empowering because a lot of us when we're in that place, we know we're doing the wrong thing, we know we're treating people poorly and we shouldn't do it, yet we keep doing it and that shame that we have around our behavior just compounds and we just get stuck in this loop.
0: What was it that snapped you out of the loop, Lockie?
4: Well, what snapped me out of the loop? I actually got evacuated from um, a place called Wheatstone in 2017 for being suicidal. Mm. So, yeah, I I walked off my job one day into the superintendent's office, and um, if you've seen Step Brothers and you know the Catalina wine mixer, (laughs) they gave me the biggest, most awkward Dale and Brennan hugs. Um, And luckily enough, I got off site, but... You know, in that moment I got to to choose to release a podcast that went really well and connected me to people in the space who could help me work on myself.
0: Right. So it was a it was a critical mental health incident that led you to changing all sorts of behaviours. So obviously these two things are very linked, you know, the the inappropriate behaviour and the cheating and the sexual jokes and your mental health.
4: Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I think all the sexual harassment stuff, it, all, it ultimately boils down to, to mental health. It boils down to what are the emotions that you're running away from, what are the thoughts that you're running away from, and what are the behaviours that you're stepping into, being coping mechanisms or treating people poorly, that's helping you escape. Um, and ultimately, you know, that, that just creates more levels of, of shame and whatever that we need to escape from again.
0: Well, th- I mean, this is massive, and like I said, you know, I've been having a bit of fun that it is, you know, International Men's Day, but it is it is important. Um, it's, it's a serious thing, and we're never going to solve this problem by, you know, battle of the Sexes style, which is why I think it's really cool that you're working with um, a lady called Becky Felstead, and you guys are running these programs on work sites. What's some of the feedback that you and Becky are getting after them?
4: And with this, so I guess the, the feedback generally is um, like one of, of inspiration. People just people want to shake the hand and they want to say thank you because they connect with it because they resonate. Like they, most people will say to me, or a lot a lot of guys will say to me, "Man, it's just like me except this and this." So most people can relate with the story or, or what's happening. Um, And they're really grateful for it, but then it's just afterwards having those one-on-one conversations as well and making sure that we help the people who feel ready to step into taking action and actually changing that behavior.
0: Yeah. And I I suppose what it all boils down to is that we have all made mistakes in our lives. Men, women, uh, non-binary people, like everyone has made mistakes in their life and it's not about pretending that you're perfect but being humble enough to to show up and then just learn from your mistakes
4: yes yeah, and that's a that's a relatively seamless way to live right it's a, the thing to actually create suffering is like resistance to to what it is and what i mean by what is is what are you thinking what are you feeling if you're constantly resisting that you know what you resist is just what, what you damn dams you back and you ultimately choose to put yourself in this habitual cycle of suffering
0: well when you put it like that <laughs> um you better give us your podcast um so we can plug it for you because like i've said i can talk about this until the cows come home but it's never going to land on the ears of the people that most need to hear it better than it will coming from someone like yourself lucky so where do we go for more
4: Okay, so my podcast is called Open Up with Rocky Samuel. Um, a little bit of ego, I know, but that's on Spotify, that's on iTunes, on all the different podcast platforms and YouTube. I'm actually stopped that now, but there's about 250 episodes and 130 interviews of people uh, talking about their mental health struggle, their adversity, and how they overcome it. So um, quite empowering, you know, there's a scale from people talking about anxiety all the way up to sexual harassment and sexual abuse.
0: There's something dead there to everyone. Oof. Just a bit of light Friday morning conversation, Lockie. <laughs> I, must, uh, I must admit to you that I am a, a moustache-wearing woman for Movember, so whilst I do have a, a bit of a laugh about um, a lot of things, you know, it, it's because I like to cover real emotions with humour, so I wear a fake moustache throughout the month of November to raise awareness for things exactly like this. So thank you so much for helping me do that today on International Men's Day.
4: Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you.
0: Today we are stopping in our tracks and making sure that we celebrate International Men's Day. And joining me this morning is another male guest. My show is completely male lineup today. Apart from me, of course, I do apologize about that. Uh, but I just thought it would be interesting to sort of dip our toe into the waters of working in a male-dominated field. And joining me is Ian Jeffrey. Um, he's a he's a mechanic and he's, the, he's actually the boss of his own company now. So man boss, Ian Jeffries, hello.
3: Good morning. How are you?
0: Oh, congratulations! It's International Men's Day. Just a time to celebrate, you know, the achievements of men. So thank you.
3: Yeah, it's a great day actually. I, I, I kind of forget when it comes around, but it should come around a bit more often. But yeah, it's good good to celebrate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to get a bit of a, a snapshot of what it is like to be a male. I mean, you've worked FIFO, you've got your own um, mechanical service shop now. Um, what's it like to be a male in a male-dominated industry?
3: Uh, it's 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 it is tough, you know. There's a, there's a lot of males around in, in the same industry, so we're we're you know can be just um, identified as numbers a lot of the time and don't really have that um, extra attention put on us but that we should, I guess. <laughs> it's 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 pretty tough most most days, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I suppose like when you know everyone in your workshop is a bloke, like do you just feel like you get lost in the crowd? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we're
3: we're all blokes. We just talk about blokey stuff. Um, (laughs) It's it's hard to stand out, I guess.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, what is it, what what was it growing up that uh, made you want to become a male mechanic?
3: A male mechanic? Well, my male granddad was a mechanic and opened his first workshop in 1926, and then it was taken over with my uncle. And so now I'm the third generation male mechanic in the family. So um, that's kind of what led, led me down that path. No uh, real choice in the matter. but.
0: <laughs> an enduring legacy. But, you know, that that sort of legacy is a, a lot to carry on a, on a grandson's shoulders. So thank you for carrying that burden.
3: That's a bit of a burden, yep. 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 We, we, hopefully we're, we're flying the flag. Um, so that obviously started in Ireland. So we're flying it over in Australia, the, the male dominance.
0: <laughs> Taking over the world.
3: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Because men have never done that. <laughs>
3: No, no. (laughs) (laughs) It is so tough for us.
0: (laughs) Hey, look, we are sort of uh, sending it up a little bit here this morning. Um, But Ian also organises our fantastic beer racing event, Ian, uh, which is another male-dominated field. So can you tell us uh, what we should be doing to get involved in the next Budget Extreme Endurance Racing event?
3: (laughs) Uh, Our next budget uh, male-dominated, even though we have a few females coming on, which is good, including yourself. So we have a few females on on the track. Um, April will be our next event in Collie at the Motorplex, as always, and um, we're capping at 28 teams. We think we have 18 teams already paid up for the next one, which is amazing. So the numbers are looking good already. Um, So if you are keen to get a team involved, um, yeah, definitely get in quickly and get your entries paid because um, we're we're definitely going to sell out um, for April already. So, yeah, that's pretty much how you do it. Um, Motorsport.com if you want to sign up and get involved.
0: And uh, just once again, thank you for sharing some of your experiences about working in a a male-dominated industry. Ian, um, we really appreciate your work here today on International Men's Day.
3: Thanks, Angie. It's been a real uh, tough, tough year for males, so it's great to have that we can celebrate now and kick back today. So thanks for the call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're a triple M Southwest.
5: (laughs) Fishing a jerk on one end of the line waiting for a jerk on the other end
4: what's fighting in the
1: southwest
5: on triple m
0: holly Busselton's <laughs> most famous male fisho happy <laughs> happy international men's day
1: thank you very much i don't know what that means but yeah thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> well in case you didn't know uh, there is an because in- every time there's international women's day all yep. all that we hear is well what about international men's day that's a fair call. Fair enough. So uh, Susan and I made a big song and dance about International Women's Day. So today I'm making a big song and dance about International Men's Day. I'm having all men guests on my show. I'm playing mostly uh, male music.
1: Yep,
4: Talking
0: about man things like fishing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know Maxine's probably the best fishing person I know, I tell you. She's (laughs) awesome. All right, quickly, the schoolies are on. Um, yeah, Jake's all excited because he's a schoolie. He's the first one of actually my family that's uh, actually graduated through it. So, And I'm still watching oh, the A congrats. Test. Yeah, so he's really excited. Um, the World Cup too, how good was that?
0: Amazing. Yes, Amazing. Aussie. And
1: then, yeah, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And we look really good. And then uh, the Tim Zoo fight on Wednesday night, I think it was. Yeah, Wednesday night. That was really good. Had about 20 blokes over here. Great fight. He was just too strong like his old man. So, All right, what, all was, right.
0: what was the it's fight? Because I don't know anything about that. I didn't mention it. And uh, I probably should have.
1: It was a title fight, yeah, uh, Tim Zhu um, against this uh, Japanese guy. God, really, he took some punishment the whole 12 rounds it went, and, yeah, amazing. And Tim Zhu's just phew, its going to take a lot to beat that man, I tell you. So. Wow. All right, let's talk fishing. I sent you some photos.
0: You did? Uh, yes. Skolzy, the squid slayer.
1: golzy the big squid slayer. Yeah, he's been going out 8 to 10 metres, guys, gets his jig down near the bottom. He said he's got a special jig he uses. He won't tell me anything about the colour or anything like that. But, yeah, get out amongst them. Yeah, it's a monster there. Um, And also Pete's Chop Shop.
0: Hey, Pete's been out fishing.
1: The yellowfin whiting. He said he went out there with poppers. He said if he uses bait... All he gets is trumpeters. So he's got these poppers, and he said he threw one in the another one, another one. Once he found the, wind, the one that they were taking, yeah, him and his mate, they cleaned up. I think they got their quota there of 60 potty, uh, yellowfin whiting, so that was really good. Um, the crays, I've seen a lot of posts on Facebook and stuff. This one guy had a picture of this cray. It was frozen. Um, he said, oh, yeah, white. He, and the caption was, yeah, the whites are in, but this thing was frozen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it
1: was a red, so I don't know. He's obviously colour or something. He's so.
0: having a laugh.
1: He's having a laugh, yeah. A, oh, and I think of that photo of that love heart crayfish in the in the pan.
0: I know, bless your cotton socks. How good socks. does that
1: look, yeah. <laughs> uh, Crab's uh, sort of in. Easy was saying him and his boys went out last weekend. He said a lot of girls they all buried up. So um, that, that's a good sign because that's, you know, Crab's again in. An, uh, I think it's two years from egg to size, so food for thought. Um, yeah, squid uh, squid with the skullsie, the big King George. Maxie's been getting out. tomo has been getting out. Chad's been getting out. They're slaying him. Um, they're saying... Sort of more Dunsey way and eight to 30 meters, guys get out amongst them. And then even Sculsey says he still sees my mate Max head out every morning because Sculsey's down near Dolphin Ramp there. And he says, Yeah, he's out. He's not out for very long and he's back. Obviously, got his uh, 12 King George. And then those big potties are out in the 30 meters. I sent, um oh, I was, we went bowling Sunday in Bunbury and then my, my niece uh, Talissa said they were swimming up at Monaghan's. The chopper come in with the sirens going off, so they all got out of the water. It stayed for about 20 minutes, and it sort of headed Dunbar away following the shark, they presume. They waited about another 10, 15 minutes, got back in the water, had a swim, and then as her two girlfriends got out first in the ladder, Talissa's got up the ladder and actually got a foot out of the water, a three metre bronzy swell underneath her.
0: Oh, it's so cool. I love seeing <laughs> oh, the bronzies. Cool,
2: but
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all, and best eating too for sharks. Oh, so.
0: stop it. Don't, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> You're and winding I, me I, up.
1: <laughs> I sent uh, I sent Dipper a message this morning too, saying how the whales are going and he said, Yeah, whales have gone.
0: Whales have gone. But he said, um,
1: yeah, he said thousands in Antarctica though. So.
0: Great. Well, you know what they call November? November, and it is, yeah, it is known sure, exactly right. as, a, as a sharky yep. time of year, so you may as well yep. use the technology, be safe, yep. be That's shark right. smart. Yep,
1: exactly. Right. As I said to Cameron, you're not going jetty jumping without a shark shield on this year. So, yeah, so if the shark does come around, I bet he'll get swamped with all his mates, will be all hanging around him. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Weekend weather is looking pretty good. Saturday is easterly 13 knots, dropping right off to a nor nor easterly 4 knots, and then swinging westerly 8 knots in the Arvo. Sundays east south five knots, dropping off south south three knots about lunchtime and then picking up southerly 14 knots in the afternoon. And that's just in the bay, guys. So tight lines.
0: Love it, Holly. Thanks for being such an excellent contributor (laughs) and loyal friend of the show. I appreciate you as a man.
1: Awesome. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Have a good weekend. (laughs)
0: It's in excess what you need. Dribble,
1: dribble. (laughs)
0: So pleased to be bringing you a very special edition for today. It is International Men's Day, so I've made a concerted effort to only have male guests on the show. And these two are particularly special because they, like me, are getting on board the Movember train and I don't think that there's any better correlation between moustaches than cricket, and I would like to introduce you to Royce, who's part of the Leschenault Crabs, and Ange, who's part of the Leschenault Faded Greens, the Masters teams. G'day, gentlemen.
2: Hello, how are we?
0: Oh, sensational! Uh, now, either are either of you sporting facial hair at the moment?
2: Uh yes. I'm I'm sort of going the half handle, sort of Ian, Ch- Ian Chapel look.
0: Uh huh.
6: Yes, and I'm doing my best for the Pornstar star, porn star, um, porn star <laughs> uh, handlebars. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, my moustache is called the scoundrel, so uh, I feel like uh, for the first time in my life I can have conversations about moustaches. It's never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you guys have pulled together in relatively short time a specific cricket match that is taking place this Sunday, and the hype around it is that it's going to be bigger than the Ashes.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, I think it's just to sell a few scores, maybe you see which, which sporting... Uh well, which sport is actually better, whether it's cricket or football, so uh, we'll give it a shot.
0: <laughs> and uh, you're doing it in support of Movember.
2: Yeah, that's right. We got together a, a few weeks ago, and, uh, yeah, we sort of looked at which charity would better, best suit us, and uh, we thought no better than uh, Movember, being the time of the year, but it uh, it's also goes to a great cause as well.
0: Now, Ange, as uh, as the, the boss from the Leshenault Faded Greens... Are you nervous about going up against a footy team and losing?
6: Oh, I'm not nervous so much, Ange. You know, we've had to give them some support. They've got a couple of our players. So, um, you know, we have to, we have to look after the, the footy guys.
0: Oh, Ange putting some groundwork in there to make sure it's okay if uh, we catch up with them next week and they've lost. So we've got the excuses out of the way early. Um But it would be wonderful if plenty of people could go down and check us out. It's going to be an awesome day, obviously. What time is – I always get this wrong – tee-off, bounce-down, kick-off?
2: Yeah, the first ball will be bowled at 11 a.m. It's at the sporting field number four out of the Lesional Sporting Ground. Um, And, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, have a kick-off from there, as you'd say, and then we'll have a barbecue and a few drinks and everything like that. that, All all money raised basically goes to uh, the Movember
0: Foundation. Brilliant, love all of it. Now, why is a uh, men's mental and physical health obviously apart from being blokes and at the very real threat of dying earlier uh, than women? Apart from that, why did you guys decide to get involved with the Movember charity?
2: Yeah, I suppose I've I've seen a, a lot of uh, mental health issues in sort of previous jobs as, as a paramedic and that so um it's certainly a good idea just to raise awareness for uh, for these things and and uh, mental health comes in many different forms so uh yeah it's just good to get everyone involved and be part of a team in, in some way whether they're playing or just supporting it's all good to uh, get people involved
0: now for people who aren't aware cricket is well should we say it's 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 quite a mental game as well as a physical game isn't it gentlemen
6: Absolutely, Ange. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of the things I, I love about it is that, uh, you know, the various people make play about the various formats that are um, around. But basically, uh, w- whatever format you're playing, it's it's what happens between the ears that sets that's apart those that can and, and cannot. And, you know, as, as Royce mentioned, sometimes that can actually uh, play with people. But for us, cricket is... Now, our club is more than just about the cricket, and hence why when Roy suggested this idea, we uh, we jumped at it.
0: Now, it must be said that there is an art to sledging. We thought we would see who's going to score the first run here before the weekend even begins in an official sledge-off. Now, have you ever taken part in an official sledge-off before?
6: Uh, not really, no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a sledge-off virgin. <laughs>
0: Well, we'll be gentle with you then, um, and the rules are we'll have uh, we'll take turns in our sledges. So, uh, Ange, I think you you're going to be able to go first, being that you are the you know the captain of the actual cricket club, and then Royce, um, you'll get a chance to respond and return your sledges, and uh, I'll be the adjudicator. So, are we ready?
2: Yeah, let's
6: do it.
0: All right, Angelo, fire away.
6: Well, I hinted at it before. You know, we uh, while we went at it, we thought we had to go easy on these guys and give we're giving them at least a couple of our players. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be definitely
2: the underdogs.
0: <laughs> All right, Royce, return fire.
2: Well, we might be the underdogs, and I suppose we are. We may be a little bit more youthful than, than the faded. So know, uh, yeah, I think we're we'll pretty good on that side of there. So maybe youth is on our side.
0: Ooh. We've uh, got a bit of a ageism happening in the sledges. Ange, back to you.
2: Oh, we definitely
6: got uh, ageism on our side. We've got lots more grey hair, so we'll we'll have all the experience. And uh, the boys, the boys from the the crabs, have better be on their
2: medal.
0: <laughs> Royce, back to you.
2: Oh, it's fantastic. Uh... Listen, uh, we'll be on our medal. We've been training hard. And uh, also, uh, we've actually tried to take out the opposition with one of our players in the nets, nearly taking out Angelo we with a big smack back down towards him and hitting him in the knee. So uh, hopefully there's not too much more of that.
0: Oh, oh boy. <laughs> That's uh, all swing and no ding from you, Angelo.
2: Well,
6: I could say about how I've been hobbling around for weeks at, at the Dirty tactics from the from the crabs, but uh, I can't give anything away about my current state
2: of health.
0: Ooh, Royce, the final sledge of the match.
2: Well, I suppose it's just uh, we'll we'll see how we go with whether the footy is actually better than cricket and uh, we'll try and settle that once and for all.
0: <laughs> and in the wise words of Merv Hughes, would you like me to bowl you a piano and see if you can play that? It's going to be great on Sunday. Get around, support the lads at the Leschnault uh, cricket club and it's the crabs versus the faded greens gentlemen thank you so much for your efforts for Movember and bringing lads together to talk about it all
2: no, it's our pleasure thanks very much Ange thank you very much for
6: the air time Ange thank you
0: my next guest is Kurt he was on the bachelorette this season didn't get a rose and I ended up having such a fascinating conversation. If you've ever listened to Bachelor or Bachelorette Evictee interviews, sometimes they're not the most amazing radio, but I had the best, most fascinating chat with this guy and it fit perfectly with International Men's Day. This is Kurt from The Batchy. So how does it, uh, how does it feel for you now off the show and in the world of social media? Uh, you have been branded the ultimate himbo.
7: Yeah, I had to I had to actually Google himbo last night. Well, can um, so you share himbo with us himbo, we don't right?
0: we don't know what it is either.
7: I, I think it's like well, from what I Googled the definition said a beautiful man that's basically dumb. Oh
4: um, ouch.
7: Yeah, so I have mixed feelings. Like I'm glad people think I'm good looking but um you know, I have my moments but I like to think I'm a little bit smarter. <laughs> Than what people are making me out to be, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> that's really <laughs> I'll take harsh.
0: It, I to be honest. I, oh, when I say it, when I you win I, some, you lose some. Yeah, when I listen to it now, himbo. Yeah, okay, I I, I get that. Uh, but that's well harsh. And I've actually known another another guy that was accused of being a himbo. He was like <laughs> everyone just described him as a Ken doll. like he's just a ridiculously good-looking man. But they all <laughs> gave him such a hard time for not being able to have a conversation with somebody <laughs> yeah. and I always had yeah. the greatest conversations with him so yeah
7: yeah I don't know yeah I don't know but yeah mixed emotions about that one
0: yeah well I mean I mean normally that's a that's an insult that would be thrown at a woman so to have it flipped on a day that we find ourselves on International Men's Day, we find ourselves in an interesting position, Kurt.
7: Yeah, it's weird. It's different. Maybe I should just walk around and not talk.
0: <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so, of all the dating apps, um, are we? Mm-hmm. Do we use them? Do we not use them? Are we? Are we hesitant about them? Are we on them reluctantly?
7: Yeah, no. I've definitely used them in the past. Um, I kind of, like, lived the last kind of year in remote central Australia, so Ooh. the radius actually didn't expand um, to anyone, to meet anyone, so I, I haven't been on it for a while. Um, but, <laughs> what um, were you doing I,
0: in the desert?
7: In the desert, yeah. No, I was um, working in a remote Indigenous community called Uchu, about three hours west of Alice Springs, and um, so, yeah, I had a, had a job there, but um, the reason why I took it is because I'm trying to create an Indigenous swimming program at the moment. I've got a swimming background. So, um, yeah, I've been working on that and lived in that community for about seven months and then toured around Australia solo after that.
0: What was so, the name um, of the, the country there?
7: Uh, Pinanjara Country.
0: Pinanjara Country. And um, yes. can you tell us something about it? Because I've never heard of it.
7: Uh, about Uchul. Um So, I don't know, it's just, there's probably about 100 to 150 people that live there. Three hours west of Alice Springs, right at the end of the Western Flander Ranges. But um, a beautiful community. I'd done some volunteer work there when I was swimming and um, there was a position that opened up um, to look after the swimming pool and I saw it as an opportunity to to pounce on some ideas. But um, yeah, it's an amazing place. It's kind of like this little... Um, very little community um, nestled within these mountain ranges and it's just its so special. Like every time I'm there, um, I'm just like, you know, in awe of the place and the people and the culture is, is very rich and, um, you know, I've learnt so much since being there about our, our true Australian culture and it's something that um, I hold very close to my heart and I'm actually hoping to go back um, in January for, for another 12 weeks. So, yeah, it's a very beautiful place.
0: Oh, Kurt, you're no know himbo. They don't know what they're talking <laughs> about. Um, what a, what a yes. Yeah, I'm glad we ended up in a different conversation than the TV show. And I do find that this yeah. happens quite, quite a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have more questions.
7: Yeah,
4: um, today
0: shouldn't. is actually um, Oz Music T shirt day. And oh, yeah? I was wondering, um, given that um, there's not, you know, there's not a very high po- population density in and around Alice Springs for hundreds of hundreds of kilometres. But the, the yeah. T-shirt that I chose to wear today is actually the Southeast Desert Metal Band. And um, they are from the Southeast Desert <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> in the Northern Territory. <laughs> and I didn't yeah. know if you'd come across their music.
7: No, I haven't. Um, I have heard, so in you they've got the Arionga Band. Um, and I have heard of a few bands playing at the Bush Bands, which they hold in Alice Springs. So did they play there?
0: I'm not too sure, to be honest. I saw them supporting a carnival gig in Perth, and I've seen them at the right. Nat Up Music Festival. And,
7: um, they must be good.
0: Oh, my God, they're so good. <laughs> like, they get on stage, and it's just something entirely different. I mean, you can imagine, yeah. you know, lads that yeah. have grown up in the desert, not a lot of bright yeah. lights, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, dusty red center, all of the things you can imagine, and then uh, being yeah. on the bright lights of a stage and absolutely oh. slamming out, and they they've got more yeah. more of the, the Metallica side of metal <laughs> than mad. like death metal. Oh, they're so good.
7: That's, <laughs> that's why I love First Nations music because everyone's got their own little thing because you know they grew up in such in a place that's so different. Um, so there's perspective on things in life, and um, and music is is like it's very unique. Um, so. Yeah, no, I love it, but that sounds awesome. We're going to have to look into that.
0: Yeah, check him out. And uh, yeah, Oz oh, yeah. Music T shirt day. Might even uh, buy Man. some merch.
7: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Good on you, Kerr. link
7: me up. I have genuinely
0: yeah. really enjoyed this conversation, so thanks, mate.
7: Yeah, thank you. I right, had too. It's a bit different. I liked it.
0: <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Joined by the most fabulous, most non-early morning person yeah. anymore, Cliff Reeve.
5: What is going on here?
0: Well, it's International Men's Day, Cliff. i and... only
5: come in for you, Anch.
0: Why, thank you. And mm. I just wanted to make sure that I'm paying tribute. I've had a full male guest lineup for today. And, well, I just really wanted to speak to you as, you know, one of my elders in the in the broadcast industry. 45 years you've been in this game, which mm. is a monumental, monumental achievement. So congratulations. Mm.
5: It does seem a bit strange that I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to find out one day. They're going to go, Cliff, it's a complete fraud. Get him out of here. We've woken up to him.
0: But uh, what I wanted to sort of explore today on International Men's Day was, you know, how you've managed to juggle such a a long and prestigious career Mm. um, whilst having a family. It's hard. I bet.
5: It's hard. I mean, I've told many people outside but this uh, there were other things but the, the this job cost me the first marriage because I was just work 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 all the time work 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 and you know some people are going to put up with that and some people aren't it's really, it, you know it's hard you know and, and the people who don't get to see their kids i know i know guys who work 12 13 hours a day every day and they're going first thing in the morning they don't see their kids going to school and then they might get home and might see them for tea and then the kids go off to bed so they're not getting to see them. There are greater things than work. Nobody, as far as I know, ever said, oh, gee, it's my deathbed and here am I thinking if only I'd spent more time at the office. And you've...
0: You've made a brilliant point here, and I have been sort of sending it up a little bit this morning, mm. um, but it's it kind of highlights the whole topic about gender equality, doesn't it? Yeah. You see, if if it wasn't perceived for the weight to be on the man's shoulders to provide, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be the blokes missing out on those relationships. I mean, I was wanted to talk to you about what it was like bringing up a family, because people never ask blokes that when they're talking about... A sensational career.
5: Yeah, well, yeah, and you have to think about that. And blokes, I think more and more these days are considering that. Like I say, no one ever laid on their deathbed and gone, "Oh, I had another email to check." Oh, bother! No, nah, sorry. And I gave up giving my life to work a long time ago. Okay. I mean, I'll do. I'll I'll come in and God, I've got the art and everything else that goes with it. So I work and work and work. And my wife now, bless her. Uh, just goes, oh, Cliff's in his office out there and he's just doing his bit. Uh, but it's, it's hard to find the balance sometimes. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's very difficult. But, you know, to the blokes, being a bloke sometimes uh, not easy these days. But being a person in the workplace is not easy these days. So we've just got to be nice to each other and get through it, I think. I'll listen you know? to him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, wise is the old one.
0: I know. This is the, this is the least send-up chat I've had all morning. <laughs> and this is not what I expected, Cliff. You got real sentimental oh, with me today. I
5: can do fart jokes if you like.
0: <laughs> that's what we want.
5: There, give me more of that. No,
0: but it is good. Like and, and like I have, you know, we've had some serious chats today. We've had hmm. some silly and some fun ones. But it, it is a mixed bag. And we do treat the different sexes differently. Yes. And that's kind of what I wanted to draw attention to today.
5: Yeah. Look, it ain't easy. But For anybody. if we can just. Get through it together. Ah. Then that's what we have to do.
0: It's the mm. human race, isn't it, Cliff? It it's is. It's Not the man race or the woman race. Yeah. It's the human race. Do you know, the
5: sad thing is, Angie. <laughs> I think some people still think about the, the the other stuff. But we've got we've come a long way. But I think we've got a long way to go. And today, you missed my joke. Yeah, I did. Oh, no, I got it. I just ignored it. You know. <laughs> Good lord, you're just a woman, for God's sake, really. I can't no. make jokes. <laughs> women She'll can't be at
0: home playing with the cat.
5: Women can't be funny, you know. Uh, rubbish. Uh, but but today is White Ribbon Day, and uh, that that is especially a day to say domestic violence is not acceptable. And I'm going to be hosting today up at the uh, at Anzac Park in Bunbury once again, as you and I have talked about. It's not a one-way street. There is. Domestic violence, women against men. None of it is acceptable. None. None of it. Mostly, it's men against women, and, and it I can think be it, awful. And, too. and I think
0: it ties down to the whole mental health message that I've been promoting throughout November yep. with my moustache. Yeah. Um, I think yours that is
5: better than mine.
0: <laughs> it's very pretty.
5: You didn't even notice that I had a shave today, and a haircut, to, <laughs> to look okay, you know, for the ceremony. To you didn't you didn't even look at me anymore, Ed? <laughs> You don't even look at it, you. Just think about your job. But it
0: like it all rolls in together, yes, like it mental does. health, domestic violence, everything for everyone. Mm. So uh, thank you for shining a spotlight on it today, and mm-hmm. thank you for hosting the White Ribbon March. And if anyone wants to get along to it, ten thirty, eleven uh, o'clock.
5: Ten t- thirty. Meet at the art gallery, and then there'll be the walk up Victoria Street. Yeah. Then we have the service and and everything else that goes with it.
0: Um. Also, actually, while we've gone more onto the more serious side of this conversation, yeah, I will
5: do a fart gag soon. <laughs>
0: Someone once said to me, oh, you know, with all the sexual harassment stuff in Canberra and everything that went down this year, they're like, oh, it's like the the one out of a hundred men that will do something. And I said, yeah, but if I walk into a room and there's one man out of a hundred that wants to do me harm. But if I had the 99 blokes around me, you know, willing to speak up and speak out then it's a no-issue. So yep. it, we're in it together, mm. and um, I really appreciate your work in this space,
5: Cliff. Good Lord, a woman with a, with an opinion. Jeez, that'll never catch on. <laughs> Bless you, love.
0: Celebrating International Men's Day. We've gone from the serious to the silly and everything in between. So thanks for being along for the ride. I have been taking the mickey a little bit. You know, when we talk about, you know, celebrating men's achievements and focusing on all-male musicians, obviously it's a little ironic because this is just our normal playlist and you know what? That's okay. (laughs) I think the world is a changing, growing place and we will forever be trying to keep up with ourselves. So it's good that we can laugh at ourselves in amongst all this nonsense that we sort of, you know, bring on. So I made a big song and dance about International Women's Day here is my song and dance about International Men's Day and I I mean no malice in it whatsoever. I would not be the person that I am uh, without some very influential gentlemen and women in my life, but I would just like to take this little opportunity to a big shout-out for my fiancé. Um, he, is, he is a teacher. He's a teacher to his bones. He's got a double degree in outdoor education and teaching. He works away a lot of the time, uh, sharing his skills and his unique talents with... Uh, your your kids basically teaching them a love of the outdoors, confidence in themselves, and you know what he teaches that to me as well, and I'm very lucky to have him in my life. I wouldn't be able to be who I am and hanging out on Triple M, you know, without his love and support. So there's my big mushy bit for today. <laughs> Just listening back to the mushy bit. Aww. He is a bloody legend, though, and I couldn't do it without him, and I mean every word I said on air. So that's Extra Angie for Breakfast this week. Thanks for playing along. It was heaps of fun to put that show together, and thanks to all my guests who came on with the right attitude, and I hope you enjoyed it. In the wise words of Bill and Ted, be excellent to each other, and from me, be excellent to each other and yourself.
4: Angie for Breakfast. Triple